The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily, NFL, well, whatever. Yeah, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Uh, we have an emergency podcast. Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints. Joining me to break it down, Tyler Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Will? It's sometimes daily, sometimes multi-daily. It's it's whenever we get these big news, right? Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's like 40 times a week, and yeah. sometimes it's uh, and sometimes I'm hosting, sometimes I'm not. And um, sometimes it's a Ryan Wilson draft podcast called We're the First Pick, which you should check out as well. We're, uh, we're all a big, happy football family here at the podcast, CBS Podcast Realm. And um, look, Derek, Derek Carr, I mean, look. <laughs> I'm just glad he didn't sign with the Jets. I didn't want to have that poor son SFB to have to deal with the New York media after uh, after seeing how uh, he, he he went. Look, so we heard reports yesterday that the Saints and the Panthers were very much in the mix, but the Jets were still the favorite. Uh, there'd been nothing but, uh, you know, flowers and roses and butterflies for uh, for Derek Carr since he, uh, you know, since, since he visited the Jets. The Jets talked really nicely about him. He talked really nicely about the Jets. Everything was going to be wonderful. Uh, and then he eventually signed with uh, the Saints and his old team, his old head coach in uh, Dennis Allen, who uh, was with him as a rookie in uh, in Oakland before the team moved to Las Vegas. Uh, Sully, like, I, don't know, I mean, I don't know. Where would you how do you, how do you feel? I mean, one, I, I think, how do we. I mean, what do you think about this fit in general? Well, I do think it's funny because Derek Carr now goes from being the number four quarterback in his division that we all talked about last offseason when Russell Wilson came into Denver. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Justin Herbert. Everybody was putting Derek Carr at number four in terms of the AFC West quarterbacks. He now goes to the NFC South, and he is the bona fide number number one one quarterback. (laughs) Good point. By default, because there is literally no quarterbacks in that division right now. But I do find that interesting. And from that standpoint, if Derek Carr is looking to win as fast as possible and to get into the postseason, going to the NFC South makes a ton of sense. Going to the AFC East with the New York Jets, yeah, they're a team on the rise. They have a ton of young talent. You can certainly contend. But now you're in an AFC East 
with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins who are getting better. You're in an AFC conference where you're playing Patrick Mahomes still. You're still going through with the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Now you go to the NFC, which is way more wide open, and this might be a conference that is losing quarterbacks over the course of this offseason, depending on what happens with Aaron Rodgers possibly going to the AFC, and this move kind of helps that to New York, but ultimately, this is a good move for Derek Carr to contend immediately in 2023. He has familiarity with the system with Dennis Allen, as you mentioned, his former head coach as the Oakland Raiders, and he has weapons like Chris Olave and, and Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, if he's still there, when healthy, a viable option. So this is a this is a decent move for New Orleans. I'm curious to see how the money's going to work out. We know that it's a four-year deal. We don't know the specifics of the money aspect. Obviously, it's going to be a big number. But how they make that fit with their cap, they have a, a plenty of free agents that they need to re-sign on top of their draft class. So there's more steps here with New Orleans to see what their overall roster is going to be. But overall, they answered their biggest question, which was getting a quarterback. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. Derek Carr. Look, I, 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 we get into the, the actual quarterback aspect, aspect of it in a second. But um, I think it's important to note that if you go back and look at his last contract with the Raiders, he got basically no guaranteed money. Like, he got very minimal guaranteed money. I've said this over and over again. No one – this never happens in the NFL. And no one reported the amount of guaranteed money that Derek Carr was receiving from the Raiders after that last contract. Like, it never it never got reported. No one talked about it. That does not happen in the NFL. It was like, oh, Derek Carr is getting 28 or, like, $42 million a year. Like, he is, you know, and it's like, no, it's, it's this, like, he, this is a deal where they can get out of it very quickly, and they did. Um, so I think, like, that, like, there's a really good chance that whenever this deal is reported, and, again, the Saints are, I have the Saints at, is that right? $18 million over the summers? I have it at uh at Spot Trek or Spot Track, whatever you call it. It's let me see. They are 28th in the league. Yep, 17.25. Yeah, I get 18 over the cap. I think over the cap is actually ahead of Spot Track usually. Okay. Um just but that's a whole there's a whole like there's actually a whole like beef. Like there's a weird beef between like the two sites. Um, cap turf war. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's cap beef. Yeah, <laughs> there's like cap site beef. Um yeah, but like roughly $18 million. And I think you can get there kind of easily. Yeah. So even just a basic restructure of uh, Cameron Jordan. I mean, I just, you know, just run, run the restructure tool on over the cap. And like restructuring Cam Jordan and Marshawn Lattimore um, would get you $10 million, would get you ten million on each of their contracts. So like there's a way to get down. Um, like the states have been doing this magic pile of cap beans for years. Uh, even though Sean Payton's gone, you still have Mickey Loomis and, and Jeff Ireland who are very good at doing that. They'll find a way to get under the cap. The Derek Carr thing won't be a big deal. If anything, I would guess that um, Carr gets a minimal signing bonus, so it's not going to, you know, like like they'll they'll find a way to make Derek Carr cheap for this year, and it'll probably be a two year deal with two team options after that, or maybe a three year deal with a team option after that. Something along those lines for Derek Carr is what I would expect. Um, yeah, go ahead. To go off to that point, it's this is the whole reason why they didn't trade for him, right? Like, they had this all during Super Bowl week. This was this multi-day visit to New Orleans. This has been the team that has at least been the most aggressive in terms of immediately meeting with him while he was still a member of the Raiders and continuing to show interest after he was released. But this is the whole reason why it was at least wise for Derek Carr to, to find his next club post-release with the Raiders because you're, you're talking about a ton of guaranteed money that that new team would have to absorb in his old contract that became fully guaranteed at a certain date. That's why they got rid of him. The Raiders did. So 
this is kind of the reason why New Orleans did not pull the trigger to that trade and decide to bring him aboard because they knew, hey, yeah, we could lose him in free agency to other teams, but also if we are able to sign him, we can craft this contract the way that we want to to get ourselves under the cap and maybe retain some players that we have in free agency. Yeah, and like the Saints are a really interesting team now because, as you pointed out, the NFC is so watered down. It's like... I mean, like you look at, I mean, you look at like the teams, I mean, the teams that are in the NFC and, you know, the, the NFC South, the Saints right now, if, if, you know, if the, independent of what happens in the draft of free agency, the Saints right now should be the favorite to, to win the division. I mean, like, <laughs> which is just wild to think about considering that, you know, it's, it's both, it's mostly, and there you go, Derek Carr's now tweeted out, um, who that indicating that he is in fact going to the Saints, which we know, but you know, it's, it's nice to get official. Um, it was funny, by the way. Mike Garofalo tweeted out that David Carr was signing with the uh, with the Saints, and then you know, of course, got ribbed by his colleagues for you know, like you know, that is your colleague, pal. Um, David that, Carr. That would be that would be some news. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That would be some news. Of course, David Carr will be picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, that's also breaking news. Um, I think that, you know, like, if you're, I mean, if you're, if you were picking somebody to win the division today, and that's not when we make the picks, and that's not how that works, but the Saints would be the pick. Like, I don't see how you could, I mean, you could, you could suggest that, um, you know, you think the Falcons or Panthers will take a leap forward. We, like, we, we don't just don't know what they're going to have at quarterback. And the same thing with the Buccaneers. I, the Saints roster is good enough on both sides of the ball where, you know, assuming Alvin Kamara can, you know, get clear of whatever, and you have Chris Olave, and we don't know that, you know, theory you have Michael, you know, like, there's just, there's enough there with Derek Carr, assuming he can play at a, like, uh, I mean, what, what level do we expect? Maybe this is the next question. What level do we expect out of Derek Carr? Well, I don't think that we're going to be looking at, like, you know, Matthew Stafford going to Los Angeles type of, you know, a, a seismic swing there. For New Orleans, I, I think that that's putting a little too much pressure on Derek Carr. But I think you're going to see a, a guy that's basically been the same guy that we saw in in Las Vegas. I don't think that we're going to have a dramatic leap. I mean, this is a guy last year that was playing with the leading rusher in the NFL, uh, Devontae Adams. Like, it's not like he was lacking weapons and that was the whole issue. So, yeah, you're going to give him Alvin Kamara pending all that legal stuff. And, and you know, and second year Chris Olave and who knows what happened. I don't think they can financially get out of that contract. So if he's on the field and healthy, yeah, those are some weapons. Now, they're going to be more competitive because of the division that they play in. So I, I think that we're still going to get the Derek Carr that we've always seen. I, I think that it's going to be a 
B-plus type of quarterback. I think that that's what New Orleans will be getting. And the odds are saying that they, you know, plus 130 to win the NFC South. I would look at Atlanta a little bit at plus 425. You're talking about a team that could make a huge swing for a quarterback, have the second most cap space in the NFL. If you can get the Saints at plus money here, then sure, I'll take that. But Atlanta, to me, if you're looking for a value play, that to me would be the, the most attractive, just considering the setup that they have going into the offseason. So, like, it, I would want, you know, if you're building out a portfolio for, you know, division winners, and it's it's dangerous to do it in March, believe oh, me. Yeah. I, I paid the price uh, for, I nearly paid a very steep price for the Buccaneers. I definitely paid a very steep price for the Packers last year. Uh, but, I, you know, I think if you're building out a, <clears throat> excuse me, a portfolio for division winners, and you could get the Saints at plus money right now, that's not, it's, it's a very good look because there's a chance. And I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, we don't we don't know what the Falcons will do. We don't know what the Bucks will do. We don't know what the Panthers will do. There's a chance the Panthers draft Anthony Richardson at nine and sign Jacoby Brissett. And then the Saints would probably close it, like, minus money. So if that's available right now, I think it's a good look. I don't think that you have to, like, you know, you don't have to uncork, you know, five, five units on it, you know, no. just assuming that the, the Saints are going to end up winning the division. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, at plus 130, if, if, if the other teams in this division don't make meaningful upgrades at the quarterback position, and again, we don't know how it's going to happen. Like, if the Panthers trade for Aaron Rodgers, they'll be the favorites. Yeah. If the, Falcons, sure. if the Falcons go get uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. they're the huge favorites, and you have a terrible bet on the Saints. Um, I think, uh, Jen, somebody in the chat pointed out that, that like, C.J. Stroud for the Panthers. And, and again, that's sort of the calculus, too, that's hard to figure out right now, is that if the Panthers went and got somebody like C.J. Stroud, or even a Bryce Young, which we don't think is... Um, we don't, we don't know if that's likely or possible at number nine or whether they trade up or what. Like if they did that, then I would, I would probably make them the favorites as well, because you have guys who can make an, an impact right away in theory, based on what we saw from CJ Stroud and Bryce Young uh, in their college careers. And then CJ Stroud put on a phenomenal showing at the combine. Um, if the Panthers went and got like, again, Richardson, that's a whole, uh, it's a whole different ball of wax. So yeah. I, I just think it's like that, that's just part of the, you know, you're building out a portfolio and you have to just sort of be cognizant of, of what those teams might do and how it will shift the odds. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson are coming to these divisions, coming to this division. Um, I don't think the Buccaneers are going to make a big, like, I don't think, I don't think Tom Brady's coming back, but I mean, you know, I mean, you know, weirder things have happened. So I, mean, I think, I think there's a decent chance that regardless of what happens in this off season, Sully, that, that Derek Carr does go into 2023 as well as saying, the best quarterback in that division. I think that that's easily the case that's going to be here. And I'm with Will on that, that you look at what Carolina is set up to be now. Yeah, they could have dipped their toe into the Derek Carr waters, and they were obviously one of the teams interested reportedly. But I do think that they are now on a path here to all of a sudden go with the rookie quarterback, whether that be uh, Will Levis, like we were talking about, a C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. I, I don't think Bryce Young is going to be there. But ultimately, they're going down that road, like you're saying, Well, I think the Carolina Panthers go down the rookie quarterback route because I don't think that Frank Reich is all of a sudden going to go, okay, I'll just roll with another veteran quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that. I think that what he's had in Indy doesn't make a lot of sense for him to do this now. Yeah, sure, maybe Carr would give you the bigger upside. That's maybe where you would make that bet. But ultimately, I think you go down with the rookie quarterback. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's where they go to, and I and I think I was I think I was cut off. The, the car family snipered me, so that way I, that could, if you were <laughs> going to finish, your my, yeah, you're going to finish my sentence. It was going to go. Derek Carr is the best, and there's a quarterback of all time. 
Um, so the Carr family took me out. Yeah, the um, yeah, I think there's a very good chance he goes into the into the 2023 as the best quarterback in the division. Like I think that's where the just because you wouldn't take a you know even if you like like I would obviously take C.J. Stroud over Derek Carr for the long haul. Just for, for 2023, 2023, you're taking Derek even, Carr. Even the most staunch Derek Carr hater. And by the way, what an egg for me in my face how I spent like 10 years predicting the demise or like five years predicting the demise and release of Derek Carr. Finally, they they hired Josh McDaniels. I, 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 uh, I don't know. I acquiesce or, uh, I just, I mean, I just cave and I become a Derek. I'm like, Derek Carr's going to have an incredible year. And he has a terrible, you know, he's a man here and he gets released. I mean, God, it's unbelievable. I mean, what a, what a, what a pansy I am. Well, um, I, well, I do think that now that Carr is in New Orleans, we're kind of talking about it here a little bit with Carolina, but I do think the domino effect now is fascinating yeah. because this is the first big quarterback move to happen this offseason. It was the, expected to be the first move because, again, Carr was released. He was free to sign with whatever. He doesn't have to wait till the start of free agency. Now it starts to get interesting. Carolina, I think we all assume, is going to go down the rookie quarterback route, or at least that's what I think. I don't think they're going to go down with Frank Reich with another veteran. That doesn't make sense. No, no, no. I think well, I think that they'll add a rookie and then they'll add somebody like Jacoby Brissett. Sure, yeah, I, yeah, that, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying idea, the idea that Frank Reich and, and the Panthers were going to just sign like Derek Carr and that's just going to. I mean, I, I I understand why it, it it works in New Orleans. They needed a quarterback. They you know, they're replacing basically Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. What a perfect. I mean, like Derek Carr is kind of a good. You know, you're like upgrading off Andy Dalton, and you know you're giving yourself a little more. You're giving yourself upside without the craziness that comes with like, Jameis Winston. You're reuniting him with his old head coach, and you know you have a veteran presence who, in a bad division where you sort of need to win, like you kind of, kind of got. I think you know not that there sounds on the hot seat, just that, you know Sean Payton Specter was looming for a while, and it, the Saints, the Saints could use a, a. You know, this is a good time to go after a Derek Carr. It fits for both sides. The other thing I would say too, before we get into the dominoes, is it's just that, like, I'm not kidding, man. I mean, Derek Carr's entire family blocked me on Twitter. Derek Carr, David Carr, and Darren Carr. Darren doesn't even play. He's like coaches high school football or something. And they blocked me because I said, I, like, I posted a video of Derek Carr spiking a, a like, like throwing away a ball on fourth down with like, the, with like fourth and 18 with the game on the line. And Derek, David accused me of saying, he's like, that's a obvious play action, like screen. And that's, it's like, no, it's not like, you just don't throw the ball away. And like, I'm not saying I've talked to people who agree with me, who were, or, I, I'm just saying, I'm saying, like, I don't, I wasn't wrong. And I, I you hear all these stories about um, the fan, like everyone, all of them blocking all these uh, Raiders beat reporters in Oakland and Vegas, they block them and they'd be like, Oh, sorry. Okay. Unblock them. And like, you know, the, and the block them again, like going to the New York jets would have been a really, really bad idea for this family. I don't care how good a fit it would have been. Derek Carr in the New York media market would have been a problemo. I mean, already you were getting, just with the flirtation with the visit, we're talking about Derek Carr becoming a first ballot Hall of Famer. That was I mean, just off a of visit. So it's ridiculous. That did seem like, you know, just not it's, like it was going to make well. Did somebody say that? That was a report that, that that was the pitch to Derek Carr during his meeting with the Jets. They said, if you come to New York, I think it was Diana Rossini who had it from ESPN, that if you come to New Orleans, uh, to New York and win, you will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Which, I got, I got, I got, what? 
I got a lot of texts about that one because it was like, oh, look, it's, it's Brinson Stafford tag except it's Derek Carr. Isn't that ironic? I was like, yeah, that actually, it would be ironic. Thank you for using irony correctly, person who's harassing me about this Derek Carr take. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and I love Rossini, but that's that that, that, wasn't, that wasn't happening. Like, I don't like, I mean, if you if you want if you want a Super Bowl with the Jets, maybe maybe he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, that you know. You he would, currently you has see. zero playoff wins. Let's just point that out. We're talking about the new. We're talking about the New Orleans Saints becoming the favorite to get into the postseason. But for Carr, it's now it's about winning in the postseason. It, yeah. He's been able, unable to do that so far. Yeah, that's true. And, and look, I don't think Matthew Stafford had. A, did Stafford have a playoff win? He might have had one playoff win. Before. Maybe one. Yeah, I mean, the 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 point being is this is a better fit culturally, for sure. And media-wise for Derek Carr than it would have been for if he'd gone to, excuse me, the Saints. Um, so domino-wise, this is this is really interesting because, like, do you think, okay, do you think that the Jets were willing to, and I also think it was really important for Derek Carr to find his team quickly. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, you have this advantage where you are the only, you and Jimmy Garoppolo are the only, Jimmy G's actually not a free agent yet. Uh, he will be a free agent, right? Yes. He, he's not a free agent yet, is he? No, no. The, yeah, the window Carr's the window really... opens, I believe, a week from now where you can negotiate. Right. I mean, I was thinking because Jimmy G had been. Right. He wasn't released. It wasn't like a car situation. Yeah, yeah, his contract yeah. was. They restructured his contract. Right. Exactly. So like, the only guy, like, there's a bunch of. There are free. Well, I mean, yeah. There are no quarterbacks who are under contract for last year that are currently free agents and you are capable of signing Derek Carr by virtue of the way his contract was structured with the timing being the bonus due three days after the Super Bowl versus three days into the new league year was released by the Raiders and therefore becomes like anyone can sign him. And if Derek Carr wanted to, you know, you heard the report, it was from his brother too. It's like, Again, he's like Derek's going to take his uh, you know his time and maximize, make sure. And like everybody's trying to drive up the value and hype up Derek Carr for all these spots. There were only a couple landing spots where he was going to end up going. It was either going to be the Jets or the Saints, in my opinion. And the Saints again made more sense, but it, it, Derek Carr needed to find his spot early because it's. it's a, I don't think he, he even if he's the best quarterback in the free agent market. I don't think he wants to be out there competing. Against and, and, and so, but the, so to, for you, what's the next domino? Is it, the, is it now a Rodgers move? Well, now I think it's well, that was the other domino, right? Like, yes, we're waiting for these other quarterbacks to hit free agency, but Aaron Rodgers is uh green light away from saying, All right, Green Bay, I want to go trade me, and he could be traded at any point, so it's yeah. not like he had to wait either. So, if you're Derek Carr, you can't be waiting around and saying, all right, I'm going to take my time and wait for Aaron Rodgers to come out of the darkness and say, right. okay, I want to be traded. So that basically eliminates New York from you because New York is yeah. one of the most heavy teams. If, he gets, if, if Rodgers gets – let's say that Derek Carr doesn't – Derek Carr, you know, Rodgers gets traded to the, uh, the Jets. The Saints are like, hey, Derek, <laughs> you're taking – like you're taking a very – like you're not getting – we're not giving you a – there's all the leverages in that would be in the Saints' hands at that point in time. And if you're New York, what's the huge difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr? In all honesty, other than health and durability, which is obviously a huge concern with Jimmy Garoppolo. So if you are the Jets, and I think that they played this right. One of them wears really, black eyeshadow? I don't know. I, I guess that's true. Right? <laughs> one, 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 yeah, one is insanely good looking, and the other one wears uh, mascara. So <laughs> One cries but, a lot. One, one, has, one, has, one goes on dates with uh, adult film actresses, and one cries a lot. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> but what I was saying is that if you're the New oh. York Jets, you can wait. And you can kind of play this thing out, wait to see what Rodgers does, 
And if he decides he wants to be traded, all right, then you move on and you, you go all in to try to get him. If he decides to stay in Green Bay or do something else and you lose out on Derek Carr, I don't think that you're falling so far if you go out and pivot to Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think it's that much of a free fall. I think it's more of a lateral move from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I, yeah, I, and you know, you see the graphic if you're watching on YouTube, YouTube.com slash NFL on CBS. Um, you can also at youtube.com slash pick six, I think, still in it redirects if you want. That's your that's your jam. Uh, Derek Carr, where the temperature is 40 degrees or colder. By the way, smash the like button if you are watching on YouTube. Um, NFL career, including the playoffs, two and 10 when it's 40 degrees or colder. That's also a bad fit for New York. Right. Like, I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy, guy and that's, this is not a, we're not, I mean, it's, it's hard to play football in the cold, but he grew up in California, played high school ball in California, played college ball in California at Fresno. You know, played in Oakland forever, then played in Las Vegas. Like, I mean, it's it's just not something he's used to. Like, so it's harder to do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It just it, Now you're going to be in a dome. In oh. New Orleans, again, playing in a division where you're going to be playing your road games in Tampa Bay. And Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte's the coldest, Charlotte's the coldest division city you'll be playing in. Like, not only would you have to be playing in New York at MetLife, you're talking about going to New England. You're talking about going to Buffalo. I mean, though, that is a tough spot for a guy with that record when it's 40 degrees or colder. I mean, we're not... Yeah, he would have lit up Miami. <laughs> it is it is 44 degrees out right now here in sunny New England, and it is like um I could be wearing it's shorts. It's early and March. It's early March. It's like yeah, like that's yeah yeah. You'd be out. You'd be you could be outside in like a like a like a like a like a light t-shirt, like a thin t-shirt and shorts, and be feeling great. Like right. like winter in New England. I mean, I think ultimately that there were a lot of factors that was like this is maybe just not a great fit. Yeah, I, I think that's totally true. And then you look at the the projections from Stephen O that he has in terms of how this works with Derek Carr going in. Basically, ten percent better odds to win that division. Not right around ten percent playoff odds for the Saints. So this is a good fit for Derek Carr. And now it's just interesting to see what happens with New York. I think that's the next team that we look at here. If you look at Carolina, the other rumored team, I think they pivot to the draft, like I've been saying. So that's you're waiting a little bit for them 
to kind of get their ducks in a row and what they want to do, whether it's move up, stay where they are, and see what kind of quarterback they can bring in and develop. For New York, we all know that they're going to go after some sort of veteran signal caller, whether it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or swing the big trade for Aaron Rodgers. And if I'm them, I sit back. Like I said, I can lose out on Derek Carr and feel fine if I settle with Jimmy Garoppolo. I want to see this Aaron Rodgers thing out. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Like, I, I, I want the upside of chasing after Rodgers with knowing we could settle for Jimmy G. Yeah. And and now, look, the, you know, the, the Jets and the Raiders now become sort of the – you know, the teams, like they're, they're probably going to battle for it's, I mean, basically it's like, <clears throat> it's like whoever, one of them is probably going to get Rogers if he's traded or, you know, Adam Thielen was in the combine booth. It was like, he said he thinks he's going to retire, which I think is, you know, Thielen is at least, you know, mildly connected with the, you know, that division and with Rogers. Um, and I, but I think that, you know, it, it's very easy to slot Rogers to one of those teams and, and Jimmy G to the other. And it may very well be that the, the Raiders are like, you know, we don't, we don't want to give up all that for, Rodgers, we're just going to go get Jimmy G. You see on the, by the way, the graphic is just hilarious because the only quarterback with more, the only, by the only starting quarterback with more losses in his first nine NFL seasons since 1950, more than Derek Carr is Archie Manning. Do you know where he piled up those losses, Sully? With the New Orleans Saints. That's right, with the New Orleans Saints. So welcome aboard, David Carr. I'll, I'll tell you this, though, when, you know, as we're talking about what this all means for other teams and all of that, and Jimmy Garoppolo in particular possibly going to New York or Las Vegas, I, I understand the connection between Garoppolo, obviously, with the Raiders and Josh McDaniels. I get that. But I don't know. Is that just not a lateral move? I mean, it's the same thing that I've been saying with the Jets, where I'd feel okay with losing out to Derek, Derek Carr to get Jimmy Garoppolo because I feel like they're virtually the same player. I don't know why you make that move to then just settle with Jimmy Garoppolo if you're the Raiders. I think that they're due for a bigger swing, whether it's in the draft to get a young guy or to make a big trade. I don't know if that's Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if that's Lamar Jackson. But I don't feel like this is a team that all of a sudden is going to go from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo because that just feels like a lateral move. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with that. Um, okay. Any other uh, dominoes that we think could fall? I don't I, don't, I mean... Again, like it, it really does depend on like, oh yeah, you got one? Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say this. I do think that now that Carr is in New Orleans, the next step in terms of their roster building is going to be Jameis Winston. And obviously Andy Dalton is going to be a free agent. Jameis Winston still under contract with the team. He's probably going to get released. So, you know, we're talking about all these teams that whether it's an Arizona Cardinals or a San Francisco 49ers who kind of need that stopgap veteran quarterback or the commanders who keep talking about wanting to bring in a veteran. I do think that both of those quarterbacks are going to be interesting to see what they do next. Now, obviously, they're not going to be, quote-unquote, the guy whenever they land to these teams. But, you know, you throw Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston and Kyle Shanahan's system for a few weeks to start the year with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance maybe not being healthy. You never know what that could look like. Or the same thing with Arizona with Kyler Murray recovering from his ACL. Or if all of a sudden Sam Howell doesn't work out in Washington, there's a spot there for one of those guys. So I do find that interesting. Uh, March 17th. It's, uh, so that's about, what, 11 days from right now. Uh, that is where James Winston has $5.8 million, fully becomes fully guaranteed. Uh, they could save $4.4 million in, in salary cap space, but they end up having to take a nice job with that contract. $11.2 million in dead money for James Winston. I mean, not ideal, but you're going to take the 4.4 all day and not, and not give up the 5.8 million in, in guaranteed cash. So it's I mean, all but guaranteed that that James Winston will be will be released. And yeah, I mean they're going to have to clear the cap and, and get ready. And uh, I, yeah, I think they can do it. You'd, I mean, it's the Saints. The Saints are like one of the best teams in football at magically converting nothing into 
salary cap space. It's it's pretty it's it's pretty wild how quickly they do it. I remember every, every year we look at them and they're like fifty million over the cap, and you're like, how are they going to do this? And they what, always seem to do it. Crazy. Not only that, but they sign guys. Yeah, what's what's crazy is they've been doing it since like 2014. Like I remember they went into the salary cap, and this is like before the the cap like boomed. They went into the offseason with like no salary cap space. Everybody's like, well, they can't do anything. It's like the Saints are the leading uh, team to sign Jameer Bird. And it's like, what? Like they, they get this massive contract as a safety in, in free agency. So the Saints are are capable of pulling out any sort of magic bean situation almost endlessly, it appears, and they will be doing it uh, in an attempt to sign Derek David Carr or Derek Carr. And look, you could end up with this uh, very easily end up with a situation where you know, James is going to cost you $15 million in salary cap space this year. You still have the 11.2 dead, but like you just structured cars contract in a way that you actually end up with like having less money allocated to that, to the quarterback position than you did before. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just, you know, teams do this stuff all the time. Think about last off season when the Cleveland Browns traded for and then signed Deshaun Watson to a massive deal. They crafted that contract in such a way that he wouldn't get hit during his suspension, yep. lose a ton of money. So like these teams are able to do yeah. some cap gymnastics if they really need to. You can make you can make Derek Carr's like, I mean, and you have to pay for it a little down the road, but you can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, of course. You, you can make it worth. You can make it. It costs like a million dollars this year. That's just it's just a viable like type of situation. Um, okay, any more dominoes? I, I think really just now you look at New York. I think that that's the next team here in Aaron Rodgers. How that's going to turn itself out, and if Rodgers decides to retire or stay in Green Bay, if Rodgers retires. Somebody's getting left without a quarterback. Yes, and I think that that would probably be the Raiders because I think that New York goes all in on Jimmy. But what, but don't you think the Ra- don't you think Jimmy might be like well I mean do you, do you think it, it becomes like two teams trying to sell themselves to Jimmy Garoppolo like Rogers retiring makes Jimmy Garoppolo a ton of money yeah and those are two franchises that like we were saying very familiar Robert Sala Josh McDaniels there's connections yep. there so but they did sure. they did just fire like I mean they just fired Matt Lafleur or is it, yeah yeah right Mike Lafleur. Yes, Nathaniel Hackett is now their offensive coordinator. If I'm yeah, so, I mean, which you know is is fine, I guess. Um, I mean, it's like my point being is like they like they had a guy that ran a system that Jimmy was like really familiar with, and then canned him, you know, to go with Hackett under the like the presumptive thought process that they would be able to maybe secure Aaron. Rod- I, I don't know. Like so, yeah, a lot up in the air for the Jets and the Raiders. They're sort of where we'll focus our attention next. But Derek Carr signed with the Saints. Who that? Um, who day? Who day? Who dat? Who day is Cincinnati? I always get it. Why don't let John Breach get in here? He's gonna start. No, no, no. Breach, yeah, Breach always muddle up the muddle up the who day waters, who dat waters. Uh, Derek Carter, the Saints, we think it's a great signing for both sides, makes them the favorite to win the division, but I'm not sure their upside is that high. Still, very nice move by the Saints to lock up Derek Carr. Dallas at home in New Orleans. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Sully, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.